0: Hello, Vo, episode number one. Welcome to the Hello Vo podcast. Plain and simple basics to get you started in the voiceover industry with master class instructor and voiceover actor Lisa Foster. All right, good to have you here. And my hunch is that you're here probably because you did some research on the voiceover industry, and you found my podcast for beginners, voiceover beginners. This is a great place to start. And what I want to kick things off with today is talking about your voice, your voice. Your voice is your product. So I think this is a very natural place to begin talking about the voiceover business, the voiceover industry. Let's talk about your product this business is pretty wide open in terms of the talent pool. And what I mean by that is there are all sorts of voices and styles that are needed to fill voiceover projects that are being cast every single day in the voiceover industry. And you might also be here because somebody maybe told you, hey, you have a good voice. I hear, I hear people all the time uh, come to me. And say to me, hey, I took your voiceover class, or uh, I went to your website, or I'm calling you because somebody told me I have a good voice. And I really love those kinds of stories because people who are telling you you have a good voice really don't have any motivation other than to be honest with you. So if you get feedback like that, know that you've probably got something pretty special going on for you. And I think that can be very encouraging. <laughs> However, I know you're like, "Oh, here it comes." However, it is important to know the difference between having a good voice and having what we call a marketable voice. And you're probably thinking, "Well, what the heck is that? Isn't a, isn't a good voice a marketable voice?" Not necessarily. When we talk about having a good voice, first of all, it's important to realize that that is very subjective. Uh, I got my start in using my voice a long time ago. I used to work in radio here in Seattle, Washington, where I'm at, and I continue to reside and love here. The Pacific Northwest is my home. And I can tell you, honestly, that there were some people who would listen to the radio show that I was on and would write into the station. This is before the days of the Internet. And they would write, they would take the time to write to the station manager or the program director that uh, was at our station to complain about my voice. Yeah, they hated my voice. They I can't stand that woman's voice. Why do you have her on the air? And then there were other people that would be, I love your voice. Oh my God, I love your voice. I could listen to you read the phone book all day long. So it's important to not take that personally because a good voice, and I'm using air quotes here, a good voice is really subjective. It just depends on who's listening to you. I never changed my voice. From day to day on the radio station. So I was pretty constant in how I sounded. It was the listener who had a different perspective. And again, some people loved my voice and some people hated my voice. So it's important to come into this business understanding that this is very subjective. Again, not everybody's going to love your voice and not everybody's going to hate your voice. As a voiceover coach, I am also a masterclass voiceover coach, I I always remind people that I can't teach you how to have a good voice. I can't teach you how to do that. But I can teach you how to have a marketable voice. And I think that's extremely important to remember. So this this episode that I that we're talking about voices is really about where to begin. How do I get started? Somebody's Somebody told me I have a good voice. Do I run out and get a microphone? Yeah, no, it's, it's not a microphone that you need to become a voiceover talent. What you wanna be doing is getting a marketable voice under your belt. So you're probably asking me, well, what the heck is a marketable voice? And a marketable voice is simply a voice that has, been trained and disciplined. So keep in mind that it's not so much how you sound in this industry as it is about what you can do with your sound. That's a really important distinction. It's not how you sound necessarily. It's what you can do with your sound. Think of it like this. I've I've done a lot of voice evaluations uh, with people who I've been really impressed with their vocal quality. You know, perhaps they have a rich resonance or a, a lightness or a freshness or whatever it is going on or a texture or something interesting about their voice. But when I put a script in front of them, they're a complete train wreck. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. The point I'm making is it's really about having your voice trained to do the work. Doesn't matter how great you sound, if you aren't trained to do the work, no one is going to hire you. They don't care how great you sound. They care what you can do with your sound. Imagine a voice like, I don't know, Samuel L. Jackson, fantastic voice, or Morgan Freeman, fantastic voice or Allison Janney, or Linda Hunt, or any of these voices that you might be familiar with. Fantastic voices. But if they didn't know how to deliver the line or how to manage the message with their voice, they wouldn't be hired. So again, the equation is not having a good voice and that's it. That's not the equation. The equation is having a marketable voice and getting that trained. And this is not unlike any other job that you might decide to get into. People don't just wake up one day and fall into voiceovers. The good news, though, is that voice discipline and understanding range and ability and breath control, pitch variety, pacing, all of those things shouldn't take a long time. I think sometimes... People brand new to this business are worried. Oh my gosh, it's going to take me years before I can, you know, know what I'm doing. And I will tell you this it's very interesting to note that you probably have a lot of the basics under your belt already without even knowing it. We communicate every single day with our voice and. You have the basics already going for you. It's just a matter of harnessing those, polishing them up, and making sure that you know exactly how to use them and when to use them. I'd like to repeat this often so that people understand this important point, is that clients who hire you for your voice are not there to train you how to do voiceovers, I'll get that. I'll get that sometimes. I'll have people say, well, gosh, you know, if the client really, really likes my voice and I'm brand new to this, aren't they going to, won't they train me on what they need? (laughs) No, they aren't going to train you. They are busy. They have a project to complete. Your voice, if you think about it, is really just one ingredient in a voiceover project. So. For example, consider this when you, the next time you hop in your car, you turn on the radio, or perhaps you turn on the TV, if you're watching regular TV and an advertisement comes on, consider that there's a lot of ingredients that went into that commercial an advertisement. So you've got, you know, you've got the writers, somebody's got to write the content You've got the talent, whether it's on-screen talent, if you're looking at a TV commercial, or the voiceover talent, which, by the way, you can have a voiceover on a TV commercial, um, or both. You can have an on-screen talent and a voiceover, or sometimes there's no on-screen talent. It's just the voice. Think, Think of car commercials. Often car commercials don't have anybody at all. The car is the star. And you'll have a voiceover that goes along with that. So you've got that. You've got the talent. You've got the writers. You've got the talent. You've got the director. You've got the audio engineer. Then you've got the post-production department. Those are the people that add all the music and the sound effects and the segues. So there are a lot of ingredients that go into any given finished voiceover project or or any project that uses a voice. You're just the eggs in the cake. So nobody has time to train you. <laughs> Can you imagine if if a writer came into a project and goes, well, I, I don't really know how to write really for for this. Will you teach me? <laughs> the client would be like, No. We're gonna go find a writer who is trained and knows how to do what they're doing. Or a post-production person. I don't really know how to mix audio. Can you train me? No. No, we can't do that. Uh I'm not, I'm, I've been told I have a good voice, but I don't really know how to do voiceovers. Can you train me? No, <laughs> they're not gonna do that. You must, must, must get good training and coaching. Your voice is your product. I will repeat that a million times. You will get very tired of me saying that. But if you can keep that in front of you, you will A, understand that your product's gotta be good. And then it sort of takes the personal part out of it. Because I'll, I'll have some people say to me, well, gosh, you know, I'm just really bad at marketing myself. And I try to tell them, that you're not really marketing yourself. Uh, You're marketing your product, and that is what your voice is. Your voice is your product. So again, this is not about running out and grabbing a microphone. (laughs) Often people say, oh my gosh, the first thing I need to be a voiceover talent is a microphone. Nope, that's not what you want. You want to make sure that you're getting some good guidance on how to use that voice of yours. So if you have been told, hey, you have a good voice by some random person, that's a good thing as i said earlier they're connecting to something that they're hearing but it's not going to be enough for you to get going in this business you've got to know what you can do and what you cannot do with your voice and by the way this is another point i want to make on you can't do everything we we can't do everything in voiceovers so figuring out you know getting started uh, with voiceovers is really figuring out what your niche is and 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 exploiting that as much as possible now this industry is is like a lot of industries where trends come and go, and I will tell you that you know this used to be a very male dominated industry. male voices were hired at a much faster rate than female voices were back in the, back in the day, back in the day. But now this is pretty much a 50-50 split. Female voices and male voices are being cast at about the same rate. And it is important to remember that all different styles are needed. So I, I always recommend people not, don't, don't, don't be what you're not. And because <laughs> often I'll, I'll do a voice evaluation for someone and I'll give them a script and And I will have had this lovely conversation with them prior to getting the script in front of them to do an evaluation. And then I'll give them the script. And all of a sudden, this very odd voice will come out of their head. And I'm like, what, wait, what, wait, what is that? What are you doing? What are you doing? And they'll say, they'll say, well, you know, I'm trying to do a voiceover. And I'm like, well, why are you being weird? That's not the voice you just used to talk to me with earlier. Oftentimes people think that voiceovers is this sort of strange, affected announcer voice, which again, is there's a place for that. but if that's not you normally, if you don't walk around the house normally talking like this, <laughs> then then it's probably not a good idea for you to try to be that. unless you're doing character voices or what I call parody voices. and that is a whole nother uh, level of training. And we're actually going to get into this uh, a couple of episodes down the road here. We're actually going to talk about voice training, character voices. What are you looking for? How do you level up from not knowing anything to being a marketable voiceover talent? Um, It's a lot of fun. I'll tell you this. It's so much fun to discover what you can and cannot do. Actually, it's not so much fun to find out what you cannot do, but it's very valuable to know. I don't want you spinning your wheels in this business, throwing darts aimlessly at things, not wondering if it's something that you can do. What is your niche? That's what you're after. What can you do? And it's not meant to box you into just one sort of sound. But I'll tell you this, the more real you can sound, the more real person you are, the better you're going to be able to land gigs. Real people voices are very much in style right now. Very much and have been for the past few years. And again, I'm not talking about character work. Character work is a completely different discipline. And I will be doing a a podcast episode later on that speaks uh, strictly uh, to character voice development, what the trends in the business are, what kind of demos you need for that, what kind of training you need for that, character work, audiobook characters, those types of things. The completely different level of discipline needed for your voice. So to get started, and I, I'm just I'm glad we're doing this on the very first episode here, because this is really about getting started. I want this to be something that is easy for you to get your head around. I don't want you to overthink this because you can often overthink this right into paralysis and not move forward or do anything. So the best advice I can give you coming in as a beginner is be yourself. And I want you to pay attention to how you communicate on a daily basis. The great thing about voiceovers is you use your voice all the time. So there's not a huge learning curve in harnessing what you probably already do really well naturally and applying that to a project or a script that is in front of you. But sometimes there's a big disconnect there. Again, I'll repeat this. I'll have people I talk to and I'll think, wow, really love your style and your voice sounds great. And I'll put a script in front of them and it's just not going very well. But that's where having good coaching and good training comes in. You'll learn that. You'll learn to get over that disconnect between what you do naturally when you're talking to your friends or your family or your boss or whoever you're talking to, harnessing what you do naturally and applying that to scripts. Okay, It's not that difficult, but you've got to practice. You have to practice. And one more thing about that, voiceovers is a pretty easy thing to practice and build into your day. I'm not teaching you the guitar. <laughs> you're not learning the guitar. You can't, you can't practice the guitar in your car while you're driving to work today or tomorrow. But you can be listening to commercials and studying your craft. You can steal time from other things that you're doing. You can't practice the guitar in the shower. <laughs> Don't try it. Don't do it. Don't say, yeah, I can, Lisa Foster. You can't. But you can practice voiceovers in there. <laughs> People sing in there all the time. Uh, and keep in mind, too, that that spoken word voiceovers is spoken word. Uh, is the spoken word industry. Singing is a different industry, a little bit of a different industry. But the disciplines are fairly similar. So take that time in the shower. Play around with your voice. Sell that bottle of shampoo. The more you immerse yourself in your craft and pay attention to your product, the better you're going to be. And again, this shouldn't take you years to do. Get some solid coaching. Get a good set of ears on your voice so that you can be ready to hit the ground running. Now, one more note that I'm going to make here. I'll bring this up probably several times throughout the podcast. It's very uh, important and worth noting. Is that you really cannot learn voiceovers from a book. You can't really learn voiceovers from listening to me on this podcast. I can give you pointers and I can give you tips. But what really helps you is the doing. Not the reading, not the listening to or watching a YouTube video, but the, the doing. So open your mouth and start doing. But be very careful when you try to practice on your own, that you're not practicing bad habits. And this is why getting a good ear on your product will help you establish good habits so that you have a really nice, polished, well-rounded voice. Because if you've got a good product, people are going to want to hire you. All right, that's it for getting started. Go practice, have fun, and I'll catch up with you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of Hello VO, I'd love to talk to you. So take advantage of booking a short one-on-one consultation call with me. I'll evaluate your voice and give you some guidance on voiceovers. So head to lisafoster.com and click the voice evaluations tab. It's free. I'll send you a link to grab a spot on my calendar so we can talk about talking.